People don't like us Dallas Cowboy fans. It's similar to you, Lee fans. why we don't like you. Michael Irvin, the playmaker, he's like, Cowboys fans, get your Super Bowl tickets. Stop, stop. He, of all people, should know it's one play at a time. It's one game at a time. The game took years off my life yesterday. But in the end, the Cowboys prevailed. Tells me this is something special brewing with the Dallas Cowboys. America's team. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, it absolutely is. Happy Tuesday, everybody. It is the RP Show. I'm just tweeting the, the, the links to watch the streaming and the listen, so I'm not ignoring you all. Hi, Moose. Hi. Happy Tuesday. Yes. It's Canada's daytime sports talk show, although sometimes you wouldn't know it. I absolutely agonized over what pullover I was going to wear today, which quarter zip. Yeah. Because the Battle of Florida gets going tonight. Did you know that? Battle one. You probably didn't know that. I uh, and I did know that. Did you? Of course. Tampa Bay Lightning for the Panthers tonight. And I'll have a, I'll tell you why later why I'm wearing my Tampa Bay. Well, I'll tell you now. They invited us to their stand their Stanley Cup party. So why wouldn't we? We're friends with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. Probably cheering for Florida tonight, but uh, I like this. I like this a lot. Uh, we've got a lot to get over today. Uh, Tory Gurley is going to be with us in hour one. Our NFL insider, Packers and Browns alum, wide out. And Craig Button will be with us from TSN, the uh, Craigslist, the CFL, sorry, the TSN NHL Director of Scouting. Craig Button will be with us. That's coming up in hour two from Cowtown, where incidentally, I'll be heading today. And I can't wait after this show to get headed westward again. But that's what's happening in terms of guests today. Can we please hit the quick six show horn, please? realized my laptop stand had gone missing. <laughs> oh, yes. It was this golf ball holder. These 50 used golf ball. That's my laptop stand. <laughs> Who's been sleeping in my bed? That is such... Was that like... On brand? Yeah, I didn't know your dad. But like, you don't spend money frivolously on crazy things that you don't need to. When you've got something that works fine, why would you replace... It I with? believe the way it's said is what you want and what you need are two different things. I don't need a laptop stand. I got one. It's a golf ball holder. Okay. You may or may not be surprised, but we're opening with the National Hockey League and the Calgary Flames. And I'm, again, looking forward to getting into Calgary for the next three days and seeing the lay of the land, Moose. You know, I feel like the temperature's going to be hot. They lost 3-2 last night to the Anaheim Ducks. I I watched it in overtime. The Flames outshot them 43-27. There was uh, unfortunate mistakes made all over the ice. Uh, puck giveaways not strong on the puck, i.e. giving it up too easily, uh, defensive breakdowns. But this, I'm not here today to, to rain on the Calgary Flames parade because they worked hard. 43-27, they outshot the Anaheim Ducks last night, Moose. It's not like they didn't work hard. But it was only their second game. It was their home opener. And if I can say this about the Calgary Flames, watching them for two periods on Saturday in Edmonton and then last night's game, it is not a talent issue. Did we ever really think that it was? I don't think so. No, this is a team that finished first in the West Conference just a couple of years ago. They've been making the playoffs, but save for last year which led to a coach firing. But in Calgary, I don't know how long the fans are going to put up with mental mistakes and errors because that's all that it is. That's all that it is for the Calgary Flames is between their ears. It's not a talent thing. And at what point, who do you blame? Because they're still winless. 
Lost in Edmonton, which never goes over well. Lost at home in the home opener to the Ducks, who are supposed to be a non-playoff team, according to all the experts. I've got them third in the Pacific Division, by the way, and they're doing nothing to dispel that. But the official summary, by the way, Jamie Drysdale scored the OT winner for the Ducks. Drysdale tapped in a Troy Terry pass at 326 of extra time Monday night. Cam Fowler and Ricard Raquel also scored for the Ducks, who are 2-1 and one in the first of four straight road games. Anaheim goalie John Gibson made 41 saves for the win after sitting out Friday's loss to many with a lower body injury. Blake Coleman scored for the Flames in his Calgary debut. Johnny Gaudreau had two assists. Flames goalie Jacob Markstrom stopped 24 shots in the loss. So that's my Flames assessment. All is not lost. But when you see what's going on up the number two where the orders are unbeaten and what's going on around the Pacific Division, I would suggest they're already upsetting Calgary. That's my point on number one. We open with the National Hockey League in Calgary. Over to point two. Didn't watch a snap of Monday Night Football live, but believe me, I got up and saw the news of how you feeling, Bills fans. You had an opportunity to tie it. With a field goal late in the game, but no, Sean McDermott wants to go for the touchdown and win the game of Monday Night Football. Then happen. Turn it over, lose the game, and all of a sudden, Bob's your uncle. The Titans and the Bills are both four and two. And we're like, where did Tennessee come from? All of us They haven't been in the conversation of a top NFL team all year. And then they schooled, really, the Bills last night on Monday Night Football. It's your team, so over to you. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, And barring an overtime loss to the Jets, the Titans are 5-1, and right? The game that they kind of, you know, threw away a loss to the Jets. Um, We'll find out later. I don't think the Titans are a top-five team today, but they're close. Of course not. They're close. Um, They got to get... A little bit more going in the past game. And their defense is, is really bad. But their red zone defense was good. I thought Buffalo moved the ball really well. I thought it was too easy for Josh Allen on third down with Stefan Diggs a lot. Um, but the red zone defense was good. And when it mattered, um, Tennessee came up with a stop at the end of the game. Derrick Henry had a really good game again against uh, Buffalo. Did he, he ever. Who he hadn't played that well against. In a 70-yard touchdown run early, I had 150 yards again on the ground, three touchdowns. He was really dominant. Um, But look, the fourth down call, that's what everybody's talking about. I'd still make that call if I'm Sean McDermott. You got a big quarterback who just needs an inch, a couple of inches. Just happened that he lost his footing and the Titans defense made the stop. And and that's the game. And it was a shocker. Well, it looked like a hell of a game. It was a really good football game. I was happy watching the Leafs and the Rangers and the Flames and the Ducks. I knew that you would have that game covered. By the way, the Prairie Mobile text line is open. Ray in the Six is watching on the Game Plus television network. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS tell mobility dealer. And Ray writes us, he sent a photo from Scotiabank Arena. Yeah. He was there. Thanks, Ray. He says, uh, hi, Rod. Good day to you and Moose. I was at the Leafs' New York game last night. What an outstanding overtime. It was exciting to see. Good first game for Austin Matthews. Have a good time in Calgary. The Bills should have won last night. Moose has to be happy today. And clearly you are. I'll say this before I move on, um, because God knows we get enough Leafs coverage. That's why I opened up with the Flames. I watched the game. Craig Simpson said in the first period he was doing the color that Austin Matthews looked tentative. And probably in the first period, he probably looked a little tentative. But as the game went on, he didn't. 
Were you able to watch any of the game? Yeah, um, I watched a little bit. And then when I got the notification that it was going into overtime, I flipped back in and watched that. Um, and that was a heck of an overtime. Pretty back wild. And fourth yeah. and great chances. Matthews had a couple chances to win it. But you know what? Um, this is kind of the Rangers' M.O. You know, Henrik Lundqvist is gone. But Shesterkin, or however you say his last name, He's really stepped in, and, and they're going to have good goaltending, yeah. and if they get performances like that in net, they're going to win some games this year. So the Rangers played the game the Rangers needed to play, and then when they had the chance in overtime with Panarin, they buried it. Mm-hmm. Shesterkin. Shesterkin. And they're paying him very well, and he's earning the money. And good for the New York Rangers. Where'd the Rangers come from? They go into Montreal and win. They go into Toronto and win. They took Dallas to overtime on opening night. Maybe the Rangers got something going Gerard Gallant's first year there. Um, I pause the quick six for the breaking news this morning. I feel like Gary Bettman at the podium of the NHL draft. We have a trade. But it's not NHL. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers today announced the club has acquired American kicker Sergio Castillo in a trade with the BC Lions. In exchange for a conditional fourth-round selection in the 2022 CFL draft, Castillo opted out of his two-year CFL deal in August of 2020 after the cancellation of the season, went on to play in the XFL, as you know, and the National Football League. With the New York Jets, he was in camp with Darren's Titans this year, let go, and has been cooling his heels, and now he's been signed at Winnipeg by the 8-1 Blue Bombers. And they're going nuts in Winnipeg because they signed a kicker. I advise you, Winnipeg, to calm down. The day... They're a little like the football fans uh, here in the Bermuda Triangle of the NHL in that can't stand success. You know what I mean? Like, just enjoy it. But we got to get a kicker. We got to get a kicker. I see that they're winning without a good kicker. But they, what are they going to find now to point problems with the Blue Bombers? Because they've got everything addressed now. I know. It's like they're with the Jets. I don't like the backup goalie. Well, guess what? You're never going to see him anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Right? Yeah. So they're very excited in Winnipeg that they got a kicker. Say it out loud, Winnipeg. Uh, Moving on, point three. I'll get to your comments in a moment, but you all know this is the warm-up for E. Cole Electric, and this is our time. Uh, By the way, at E. Cole Electric, our annual fall promotion sale is on now with special pricing on hundreds of in-stock items. E-Call Electric, let's get to work. Their people are coming in today here, right? Is it today? I got to check on that. I think it is right after the show. Um, so the Calgary Stampeders are having some fun with me. Did you get the photo, Clark? You did? Because um, I know I sent it to Ryan, but I they said to send it to you, and then I... No, I put it... In the WhatsApp. So you should have it. Here it comes. There you go. You can win a signed Bo Levi Mitchell jersey unless you're Rod Peterson. That's me. So, right, right. Uh, that article appeared at 3downnation.com. Jean Lafave, Jean Valjean, as I always called him, their longtime communications guy, tweeted that you can enter a contest to win two tickets to the Riders and Stampeders Saturday in Calgary, plus a Bo Levi jersey. If you answer these correct questions about Bo's uh, career, and but who's not eligible for the contest are Stan Peters employees, Rod Peterson, and I think somebody else. Yeah. And uh, 
the Three Down Nation article said it's a tongue-in-cheek reference to Bo and Rod's well-publicized spats over the years. Listen, I can handle it. I just, it's a little fishy that on the weekend I was asking, trying to find an autographed Bo jersey. A couple days later, they're having a contest and say, everybody can be eligible but you. You're not old enough. It's like Stampede Wrestling. We're having a party, Mr. Whalen, but you're not invited. That's what J.R. Foley, the legendary manager. Did you see that? That's funny. So I can handle it. I'm a big boy. It's fun. And I think I'm hoping that the Calgary Stampeders are coming around in that the bow stuff with me was all just a lot of fun. And maybe they're ready to have some fun with it now. I don't know. Yeah, maybe they want to get a little buzz going and uh, create a little bit of the rivalry again. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. But it is fun. It is fun. More than anything, it's fun. And when that's the top story at 3downnation.com, uh, yeah. That's what's happening in the CFL. It was pretty entertaining. Uh, Randy Nickel writes in, says, checking in from the NFL hotbed of Mesa, Arizona. They're a hotbed for the NFL even when the Cardinals suck. But now they are 6-0 and on poise to go 7-0. and I can't imagine what's going on in the Valley of the Sun right now with the Cardinals on top of the National Football League. And good for them. They've never won a Super Bowl. They've been dragged through the ringer. They deserve it. Uh, John Ohm in Winnipeg. Ohm, he's watching. I'm going to win that jersey and give it to Rod. Uh, From Katie Fleury, she says, give me the answers and I'll enter for you. Well, that's not really the idea. You got to find the answers yourself. But I love Katie. We saw her after the Pats game. Remember when we were... uh, Yeah going around the concourse after our broadcast the other night. Point four, Canadian Football League power rankings are out. They're, as usual, wrong. But number one, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, we would all agree with that. Number two, the Toronto Argonauts, and good for the Argos. That's my Eastern team, maybe my number one team, and they're on top of the division. They just keep winning. Number three, the Calgary Stampeders, the hottest team in the league. Let's remember they started the year at number six. They've moved up to number three. The Stamps are getting better. I think that's what you want. Number four, the Saskatchewan Roughriders. I'm sorry to say for the green guys, they're going the wrong way. Huge game Saturday at Calgary. We're going to find out what they're made of. And if they lose that game, I might suggest the season's over for them. I'm not in terms of being a contender. Right. They might still make the playoffs, but they're done if they don't win Saturday at Calgary. Uh, number five, the Montreal Alouettes. Number six, the BC Lions. Number seven, the Hamilton Tiger Cats. What the heck's happened there? The bottom's completely fallen out. They're like a wet paper box. Yeah. Pump. Number eight, the Edmonton Elks. And number nine, the Ottawa Red Blacks. And this is where I say it's wrong. Ottawa's beaten Edmonton twice. How the hell can you have them behind Edmonton? They're both dumpster fires. But again, do you not factor in games against each other? Isn't that how this works? A little bit. Or do you agree with this? You know, I don't know. You know, I guess the idea, it's about today's moment in time. Who's a better football team? And if you were going to put Edmonton and Ottawa against each other. Ottawa would win. That's Then they should be ranked ahead. Ding, ding, ding. Who's going to win today? Tell him what he's won, Bob. Yeah. Uh, we are four points through 
the quick six, and we're going to break and come back and continue, and then I'll kind of turn over to you, to you. we got Darren's top five NFL teams. We've got last night's ALCS results. Any NHL, CFL-related questions you want, that's fine. The Battle of Florida, the BOF. You've heard of it, right? The BOF. It gets rolling tonight with the first game, Tampa Bay and Florida. It pained me to put on this Tampa Bay jacket, but they've been very good to us, too. Should be a hell of a game. I'll be watching it. Uh, oh, yeah, you win a Bo Levi Mitchell jersey. Uh, Ryan in Saratoga, New York, watching. He says, what happens if there's a guy in Calgary who's actually named Rod Peterson going, crap, I can't win a Bo Levi jersey. <laughs> there's actually an optometrist in Lethbridge named Rod Peterson, if it helps. <laughs> Look it up. Look it up. Uh, from Mandy in Edmonton. She says, I know Trevor Harris was traded to Montreal. Why are you saying traded? He was traded. Trust me. There was no, he was traded. <laughs> not. Uh, he was traded to Montreal. Who was he traded for? He was traded for defensive end Antonio Simmons. I know. I know. He's not even a household name in his own house. They were just trying to get rid of Trevor. Uh, let's break and come back and get into the good stuff. Mm-hmm. This has been the warm-up for E-Cold Electric. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network today. Live streaming on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. 